Hey, Med Student of Razy listeners. This is Patricia, and today I'm joined by the rest of the Med Student of Razy crew for our first ever holiday gift guide. How are we doing? I have Caitlin. Hey, guys. Shannon. Hi, everyone. And Molly. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. So every year, as we know, the guys get together and they talk about what good gifts might be for the medical professionals in our lives. And this year, we thought we might put one together for some of the med students. So usually we'll start out with some stocking stuffer ideas. Who wants what in their stocking this year? So specifically for the med student in our lives, something that I always appreciated getting in my stocking when I was in medical school was the ever so coveted, and I know this sounds super basic, but the ever so coveted Starbucks card. That little $5 gift card that always came from, you know, the weird aunt or uncle in your life who really had no clue what to do, but had this idea that doctors need coffee. Oh, 120%. That Starbucks card always got spent immediately. And a cool and clever twist that I love or spin on this that I really love is to do gift cards to local, like independently owned coffee shops that might be in your area. I spent most of my study days at a very local coffee shop that we have here called Stell's. It's fantastic. They sell their own gift cards. That's a go-to gift for me for any uh, student that I'm purchasing for. I also love when they put the Starbucks card in a nice travel mug, because I feel like as a student, you always leave your mugs in the resident lounge or in your car, and you don't always remember to bring them in with you. So having extra travel mugs is always nice, and especially if it comes with free coffee. I feel like specifically on the travel mug, it has to have a good seal because the number of times that I've ruined a good bag with a tea or a coffee that just the seal wasn't quite right. And then the last couple, like, Last little bit of that coffee gets in the bottom of your bag. It's all sticky. Yeah, we're so walking true. into work and your uh, shirt is covered in coffee. Right, because it's been like splashing out of the top for some reason. Yeah. You get, like a couple spots here and there all over your short white coat. When you just get the single drip, like consistent drip down the side of it because that's the one spot the seal doesn't seal. Yeah, so you just have it running down the backs of your fingers, scalding <laughs> your hand. Like, but I cannot release the coffee. Yeah, good times. Along those lines, definitely a good water bottle. I feel like I forget to hydrate on shift. So when I have my water bottle out and visible, it reminds me to stay hydrated. And for all the moms and grandmas out there that might be listening, for the coffee mugs and the water bottles, don't put Dr. So-and-so in like sparkly pink letters (laughs) all over it. It's always so awkward for you as a med student when you walk into shift with this like doctor so-and-so and and it's like sparkly and I don't know I always feel bad for those students no bedazzled water mugs no bedazzled bedazzled because it's kind of like we're all doctors here yeah I know it's just awkward (laughs) to have the doctor bottle in the doctor box I don't know it's weird there's a lot of other fun things you can do though most of us wear scrubs all day every day which are kind of boring in and of themselves but you can show some personality with the cute little badge holders I always like to see what students have for theirs. And there's so many different ones you can do. So that's always an easy stocking stuffer. So our fun socks or fun scrub caps too. Little ways of adding flair to your daily go-to a uniform of bland, monochromatic hospital scrubs. My mom was always very sad with me that I couldn't get the quote-unquote fun scrubs because I was a, a doctor. So she always tucked little socks with like, uh, you know, the novelty socks don't bother me today. Thanks. I don't care. You know, all of those that get nicely hidden tucked up underneath the pant legs, but make you smile when you think about them. 
Another easy one is just a bunch of nice pens. As a student, I feel like everyone's always borrowing your pen and they probably won't give it back most of the time. And you're not going to be like, hey, attending, I need my pen back. So it's always nice to have some like middle of the road quality pens you don't care about losing, but you have a nice stash. And along with that, if you are listening and purchasing for the student in your life, ask them what their favorite pen is and then get them a little side stash of three, four or five of just their favorite pen. Very polarizing. What's your favorite pen? That really saved me when I was in med school was having like one of those little like a little bag of medicine or hygiene stuff, just the deodorant, because inevitably you're going to be sweaty and anxious and all that jazz. The number of times that a nurse or one of the other docs or one of the other students would ask for a Tylenol, a Motrin, a Benadryl, because somebody, yeah, it's a good way to make friends. That's for sure. Extra hair ties, always a big one. Oh, nice. The number of times I cut the cuff off of a glove in order to use it as a hair tie, lots. Not as bad anymore now that I wear a scrub cap and mask, but pre-COVID, very big problem. I was going to say between pens and coffee cards and travel mugs and socks and scrub caps. Oh my, like that's that's a lot. Let's get to the meat of the matter. All right. So we'll hit on the big ticket items later, but somewhere between stocking stuffers and big ticket items, there's a few middle of the road items that might be helpful for med students. What are your guys' thoughts? We should probably start out with coffee and caffeine again, since we know that's what most of us live on. Depending on what the poison of choice is for the med student that you're buying for, you could go the coffee subscription route or you could get them a new fancy machine, whether that's like one of the Nespresso's or just normal Keurig or whatever they like. I'm not the best coffee expert, but someone else can chime in. Oh, I got an espresso one year for Christmas, not from a a family member, but from a really good friend who was actually upgrading their own coffee system. And it very vividly stands out in my mind as just like the ultimate gift unwrapping experience. And I say that mostly tongue in cheek, but it is such a wonderful thing to give somebody is just a slightly nicer coffee setup than what they already have. Along with that, so along with niceness of coffee setup is convenience of coffee setup. So not to promote any one particular company over any other, but I recently got a subscription to a flash frozen coffee pod uh, company called Comtier. And because the pods are frozen, you literally just add water. And so I can wake up in the morning, pull a pod out of the freezer. And by the time I'm done blurrily brushing my teeth and throwing my hair up, I can just dump it into a mug, add hot water and have a lovely, lovely cup of coffee ready to go for the day. So in the cases that we do actually get enough sleep, what do we do to do that? So I think one of the things that is awesome for med students, physicians, anyone that's working these crazy schedules like we do, blackout curtains, a nice weighted blanket, potentially even a sleep mask or a sound machine, kind of whatever, whatever is going to get you the best sleep. But some of those are some of the things that I've used in the past that have definitely helped me to get some great sleep and things that I wouldn't necessarily buy for myself. So are awesome to get as gifts. And just to, to um, skew the conversation slightly away from work and work related things. Um, but something that I've really enjoyed doing over the last couple of years is, as a gift is some sort of 
outside work experience. So not necessarily a thing, but hey, here's a gift certificate to go do a paint and wine sip night or a cooking class. I have one mentee who's really into cooking. And so I got her a a voucher to go do a cooking class on a day of her choosing or a craft night or go out and see if you've got a local theater, a local play, just something to remind our students that there is a life on the other side of medicine. (laughs) Well, eventually you reclaim your hobbies. And again, it's one of those things that you might not buy it for yourself, but if someone else buys it for you, you're almost buying them like a little piece of wellness. So uh, as far as stuff for work that I think have been game changers, I think for me, a good pair of shoes, again, a polarizing topic of what that looks like for you. Um, So this might be a good time to ask the med student that you're buying for, what their preference might be. Um, But I know that for some people, there's different brands. Some people are more Crocs people. I am not. Like clogs and dance goes, (laughs) which work really well until you're on trauma call and you start tripping down the stairs. Can't really (laughs) run in those. Also, I don't recommend wall pregnant. (laughs) Oh, my God. I got rid of my dance goes the day that I tripped trying to climb over the patient monitor wires at the head of the bed to get to the innovation. Oh, no. <laughs> also, if you're going to go the tennis shoe route, the ER is a very dirty place. Please do not buy white or like light pink. The number of people who come in wearing white tennis shoes, I'm like, are you confused what rotation you're on? This is not going to end well the reason why we leave the white coats at the door too largely and usually my shoes shoes in my trunk there are a couple of shoe multiple shoe brands now too that do the easy cleanable ones with i know cloves has those but then nike and adidas all have a couple now that are just very easily cleanable with the wipes and the and i bought my cloves for that one reason i was like wait a minute the shoes can wipe off stop it where has this been all my life (laughs) yes I was just introduced to those the other day because one of my med students had a pair on and she would like went to town with the purple wipes at the end of the ship you know everyone's washing their stuff stuff. she just like takes her shoe off and I was like huh I didn't I didn't know you could do that the shoes are game changers so we've got socks and shoes we're going real basic with our gift giving this year but what other work things have kind of revolutionized, made your life so much easier that you wouldn't necessarily have bought for yourself when you were a student? I would have never splurged on nice scrubs as a student because scrubs are free. And when you're a student, whatever's free, you just say, this this is what I'm going for. But there is a difference, especially if you happen to be a student or resident in a cold climate. There's a very big difference between walking outside in the snow in hospital scrubs and a nice pair of scrubs. So whatever your company of choice may be, Scrubs are a nice addition. Just make sure that if they have a color that they have to wear that you follow that. But some places you can wear whatever you want. Yeah, I think for me, something that I enjoyed receiving as a student was a pair of raptor shears. I think the one job that you have as a med student when you're on trauma or when traumas come in is, oh, you can cut the clothes off. That's what you get to do. So you feel, you're like, oh, a pair of scissors that actually works and not the random pair of scissors that's hanging on the wall that probably has rust on it. And all the nurses get excited when your shears actually work. So plus as a med student, anytime someone needs something, they turn to you. Do you have a pen? Do you have scissors? Do you have this? Do you have that? 
I don't really know why. They just assume that med students have Mary Poppins pockets, right? Like A neurosurgeon came in the other night and asked for a reflux hammer at like two in the morning in our ER. And there was a med student there and everyone just turned and looked and this poor person was like, no, I don't have a reflux (laughs) hammer. It was similar to the raptor shears, a stethoscope. It doesn't even have to be the latest and greatest whatever Lippmann Cardiology 16 is uh, currently out there either, but... Um, something even as simple as um, a newer model, but having your name engraved on the bell. I re- my One of my graduation gifts from medical school was just a nice stethoscope and it had my name engraved on it. Oh, I, I to this day, that's such a special memory of receiving that. And that's like twofold. One, you can still give an ingrained, engraved gift without it being the sparkly tumbler. And you also know if it's yours when inevitably it gets lost. And you don't really have to ask them if they need a new one or not because they're lost so often that having a backup one is really nice. Do we want to tackle big ticket items? Yeah, let's go big. Go big or go home. Well, staying on the uh, work stuff, we haven't talked about the token fleeces yet. Everyone tends to go the Patagonia route, though we are not endorsing any specific brand, but a nice zip-up fleece of some kind, because that is the new white coat, is greatly recommended. And if you're buying for a student or a resident, I would recommend just putting their name on it and not their program or their school or whatever, because a lot of us wear these for the rest of our career, and it's nice to just have your name and nothing else on it. Another item that's okay to be engraved with your name. (laughs) Correct. Not in sparkles, though, but normal engraving should be fine. Oh, and if you are buying for a student, don't put a a degree on there just yet or a specialty on there just yet. Well, one, the degree, because if they wear it in the hospital and they haven't graduated yet, it will be presumed that they are stepping outside their station. And don't put a specialty on there just yet either, because people's brain, you know, minds change. So give them a little leniency. On the fleeces, it might be best to save the engraving for later if you're buying for a student because it's kind of a in-between period. Yeah, you can always take them back to get engraved later too. I think the best gift that I got was a work bag. And that goes back to kind of knowing who you're buying for. For some people, that's a really nice backpack. For others, it's, you know, a leather crossbody or briefcase or whatever you want to call it. And then if you're buying for a female, it could even be a designer tote purse that they carry around. Really, whatever flavor it is, I would just say make sure it has a zipper and it's something that's decently washable because a lot of times as a student, you're putting your bag on the floor or on top of some cabinets, not really a clean place. Yeah, I'll say I have probably at least three or four different backpacks because I like to just like, switch them all the time. So having an extra bag is a go-to for me because I will get bored of one and I'm like, oh, no, it's time for a new one, like to switch up your style. Yeah, I've carried the same satchel style work bag for the last 10 years. And I'm really, really heartbroken because it's finally breaking down and it's become such a emotional comfort blanket because it's been my work bag. It was it was gifted to me like how you give a lawyer a briefcase at the end of law school. And it's kind of like the modern doctor's bag, you know, so it really is a very special gift for the student in your life. My bag of six years is still in the garage. My husband keeps asking if we can throw it away. And I'm like, I don't think so. But I don't really have a great reason why. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I used it all of residency. I feel like it's been a long, it's a long road. It seems like things. I have a relationship with that bag. Yeah. There's still that emergency granola bar tucked down in the corner of it. There's also just like a packet of lidocaine bottles that are half empty in the corner. There's all kinds of funny things and memorabilia in there. I think one of the other things for me, and I didn't receive this as a gift until later on, but a good pair of headphones, especially if they're noise canceling. I didn't realize what a game changer that would be, but especially when you're studying for boards, studying for, you know, really anything and just want to be left alone. <laughs> and those have huge implications for travel too. That's really an investment that will be used in multiple areas of life. When I got a pair of noise canceling headphones to help me on flights, be able to get some sleep. It's huge. That's a really good gift idea. Another electronic would be a new laptop or tablet. But I almost think as a student, sometimes it's nice to have a smaller tablet that you can carry around with you because most of the time as a student, there's not an extra computer available for you. So if you're able to, whether it's access the actual medical record or just at least do some research or look things up, um, it's really nice to not always be scrolling on your phone and it looks a little better like, oh, they're, you know, they're on their tablet. They're probably reading something educational and not scrolling Facebook. So if they don't already have one of those. Speaking of reading, what are some good books that you either have been reading recently or you think that might be something that might be a good gift for one of the students in our listeners' lives? For all of that free time that our students have to just do, you know, the reading on the side to better themselves and their lives. Well, I do have a suggestion one that was actually suggested to me by a good friend. And I will preface this by saying if you're looking for the, you know, self-help, inspirational, wellness, make you a better person, read. I, I don't read those kinds of books. I read fiction. Reading is an escape for me. So this book is Light from Uncommon Stars by Rika Aoki. It was a Hugo Award finalist and uh, Indie Next Pick. So it kind of comes with some prestige behind it. And it was just a really good read. It was a great story, fiction story. So take it with a grain of salt made me think just a little bit like all good fictions should, you know, make you think a little. Yeah, I highly recommend it. It was a it was a fun time. It was a fun read. So do with it what you will. Yeah, I think a good one for me before I started residency, it was kind of toward I read it towards the end of med school, kind of in that little bit of time that we have that break time after auditions are over. It's called What Patients Say, What Doctors Hear by Danielle Ofrey. And the premise of the book is just basically, and yeah, it's. I know when you're reading, you usually want to read for fun, not really want to reading for work. But um, for me, it was a great kind of foundation for starting residency and remembering to be a human first and a doctor second, um, and that that was the key to residency and the key to being a doctor. And so it kind of goes through all of the common pitfalls that doctors find themselves in. So I would highly recommend. Another thing you can consider is a subscription to Audible or any of those books on tape. If the student is a second year or a third year and hasn't done audition rotations, I guess we don't really drive for interviews anymore. But there's a lot of driving to clinical sites especially as osteopathic students in the rural areas. And so you're going to be doing a lot of driving. And sometimes it's nice to not listen to a medical podcast and just to get your mind off things and listen to a book. So if you feel like you don't have time to read in your free time at home, you know, using that time in the car can be helpful too. 
Or if you're buying for somebody else and you're not really sure what they might like, consider doing a some kind of book of the month subscription. You, there's a lot of different companies that run them, and most of them operate on either a three, six, or 12-month subscription basis, so you can buy them three months' worth. And most of these subscriptions give the subscribee the option to skip certain months or select between a choice of five or six books. So that gives the person a little bit more flexibility in choosing what they want to read on the time frame that they want to read it. Any other book ideas? I'm also really like when I read to read something like completely not medicine based. So I read, I don't know if you guys have read like Ruby Kaur's like Milk and Honey, or I think the other one is like Sun, Sun and Her Flowers or something like that. But those have been like some of my favorites. I, I like the poetry aspect of it too, because I feel like it's like the complete opposite of like what we normally do at work. I love that. Engage the other half of the brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys, we've run the gamut. I mean, look at all of the good suggestions that we just threw out there. I think I think the students in our lives are going to make out like bandits. Well, thank you guys for joining me. I think we had a great session. I can't wait to see what the other half of our crew came up with. But uh, I think like Molly said, these are some great suggestions for the med students in our lives. And I can't wait till next time. Thanks, guys. Well, thanks for making it all the way to the end of that Med Student Over Easy episode. Don't forget, you can follow us on social media, whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or head on over to our blog, emovereasy.com. Also, don't forget, we are the official podcast for the American College of Osteopathic Emergency Physicians. You can learn more about this great organization by heading to acoap.org, where you can find about an upcoming CME event where you might get to see a few of your EM Over Easy hosts live and in person for a show. Until next time, thanks so much.